Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we continue to pray for those who have been affected by COVID-19. Even as it increases, we pray for healing. We pray for the election. We pray for peace in this land. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, after a long, hard, well-fought battle, President-elect Biden stepped to the microphone on this past Saturday to ask for healing for this nation. This nation is quickly approaching 250,000 deaths, yet there are those who refuse to take the proper precautions. Yes, Notre Dame should celebrate beating number one Clemson, but not by running onto the field without masks. And there are still those who refuse to believe that things are as bad as they are, even with cases spiking upward daily. So for a few minutes today, I want to talk about the healing of the nation. The consistent protest over the deaths of citizens in police custody has also divided the country, like a band-aid being snatched off a scab. The wound barely has time to heal before another incident is uncovered. There is political divide in this country, as evidenced by the closeness of the voting last Tuesday. And when you add the rural versus urban saga, the rich versus poor dilemma, not to mention the hundreds and hundreds of religions in the U.S., you find a nation that truly needs healing. I see this as a demonic attack upon our way of life. If we are fighting the virus and fighting each other, there will be no time to fight the devil. The healing of the nation, therefore, must be done through spiritual means. Jeremiah 17 and 14 says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. I submit to you that Jeremiah's prayer should be our prayer. We have trusted in people who have continually let us down, Perhaps now is the time to reach out to Almighty God and shout to Him, Heal me! Perhaps you have taken the position that all is well with you and you do not need healing. My friends, in order to heal the nation, we must heal the cities. In order to heal the cities, we must heal the neighborhoods. In order to heal the neighborhoods, we must heal the family unit. And in order to heal the family unit, we must heal you. Jeremiah also prays to be saved. Again, we should all be praying this prayer. Jeremiah was saved, yet he prayed for salvation for the nation. He knew that a nation led by God and saved by God would be a nation blessed by God. Jeremiah also says in his prayer that God is his praise. Too often we reserve our praise until God has done something for us. We refuse to give him praise until after we are healed. Ladies and gentlemen, I dare you to praise God before you get your breakthrough, before you get that job, before you get that spouse, before you get that promotion, before you get that house, and before you get that car. Praise Him in spite of your circumstances and see what He will do. God says these words to Solomon in 2 Chronicles 7.14, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. God appeared to Solomon after he had built the temple and his palace. 
Solomon was certainly primed for a spiritual letdown. After all, it was he who had built the temple, not his father David. But Solomon remained humble and offered prayer to God. Fast forward to 2020, and prayers are being offered to God, but is God hearing them? Or is this another case of, God, we're in trouble, and we need you now? This prayer is only offered by some in dire emergencies. We who are called by God's name must not get caught up in the worldly ways, but to humble ourselves. The word humble means to subdue, to bring down low, to be brought into subjection. Most folks have a real problem with this word. For my black friends, we have been low so long that we don't want to bow down to anyone ever. For my white friends, the very idea of bowing down is repulsive. The one percenters have their money, so if there's going to be any bowing down, they'll pay someone to do it for them. Therein lies the problem. Nobody wants to humble themselves. The next box to check is to pray. As I mentioned, we pray when we get into trouble, but what about when we're not in trouble? How much time is spent in prayer when things are going great? After we humble ourselves and pray, God says we are to seek his face. How many seekers do we have? I submit to you that we are scanners, not seekers. Let me explain. On some car radios, there's a seek button and there's a scan button. Hit the seek button and the radio will lock into the next station and stay there. We should be like Moses, who asked God in Exodus 33 and 18, Please show me your glory. Now we know we can't see God's face and live, but we can seek to be in his presence. And that is what we should be doing when we pray. God wants us to turn from our wicked ways and turn to him. For too long we've ignored our wicked ways, justifying the lifestyle with the attitude that everyone is doing it. But Psalm 66 and 18 teaches, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. If you want to know why it seems as if God is not hearing your prayers, check yourself. My Christian friends, we need to move from God hearing your prayer for healing to God answering your prayer for healing. God makes a promise that he will hear the prayer of the humble, the prayerful, those who seek, and the repentant person. Only then will he forgive our sins and heal our nation. Folks, we need a healing for this nation, but we must approach God in prayer, prepared to seek him, not just what he can do for us at the moment. Now, let's look at Psalm 107, verses 17 through 22, to see what David said about the healing power of God's word. It says, Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. The soul had bored all manner of food, and they drew near the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them, and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that man would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness, and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving, and declare the works with rejoicing. My Christian friends, David knew exactly where to turn when things seemed to be the darkest. We have God's word, but are we using it to heal this nation? I submit to you that we have all that we need for curing everything that afflicts us. Pray Psalm 107 verses 17 through 22 back to God and watch what happens. Let's pray. Father, we ask for healing in the name of Jesus. We ask for forgiveness in the name of Jesus. We give you praise 
in the name of Jesus, amen. So what's the next step? If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, who is able to keep you from falling, pray this prayer with me. Jesus, save me from my sins. Keep me from falling and bless me. In the name of Jesus, amen. If you prayed that prayer, you have called on the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Last week, I received an email from Julie in Illinois who wanted to pray for Great Ministries. She Googled ministries all over the world and reached out to pray for Great Ministries. God bless you, Julie. If this ministry has been a blessing, please share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. Or you may write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048. Or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, get healed, and have a great week.